0: I am back with another episode of Insert Sound, this time filled with explosions. Though the world is full of sounds of all types and shapes of pitch, volume, feeling, and character, they're not all created equal, nor given equal status. I've thought a lot about the hierarchy of sounds, or just the attractiveness of sounds, when it comes to what to record, in the case of field recordings. As I've mentioned before, Insert Sound is my tool to be active in recording sounds, kind of like a random curriculum at the University of DIY of sound. The goal is to grow and develop as a sound recordist in as many ways as possible. But although I'm a freshman in most respects, I've realized that there's an attraction to loud sounds for recording. The sensation of action entailed in fast-racing sports cars... Boxing matches, roaring crowds, and rapids of the Colorado River are the sound versions of a Jason Bourne movie, as opposed to subtle winds on prairies, distant bird song, or the near silence of a summer night in the Icelandic highlands. There are, certainly, lessons in stoicism or some kind of Zen philosophy to sound, where thousand dollars plus microphones might get you access into the kingdom of audible silence. But for this episode, we are going to be recording loud sounds, riding gain close to the limit as the population of Reykjavik prepares to blow up the shittiest year on record, 2020. Insert sound. On the social side, my New Year's Eve might come across as sad, alone in my apartment, I must resemble the New Year's Eve version of Scrooge. But the fact is that I'm alone and not at my parents' place for dinner... ...because my grandparents will be there and I work at a retirement home... ...a day centre for people with dementia. And if I'd go to my parents for dinner, I'll be breaking that Christmas public jingle rule... ...called Our Christmas Bubble. What makes being alone completely fine on this night is that I'm free to focus on recording fireworks, which, for sound recordists, is like a kid in a candy store. I start out recording from my balcony on the fourth floor, facing south-southwest. The Rote NT4 stereo mic goes into its old Rycote module blimp, which goes on a sturdy little tripod and the road NTG3, shotgun mic, goes into its Rycote blimp, both with fur wind jammers, and on a small but heavy table stand. Before we take a closer listen to the sounds I recorded and the thoughts behind my approach, I should point out that I've recorded on New Year's Eve in Iceland before. I've pointed my Zoom H4n and Zoom H5 towards the sky on earlier New Year's Eves, but. These handheld recorders both have built-in mics in an XY stereo configuration and they sound pretty good. Insert sound. I've used the zooms to record all sorts of sounds including wind, city life, engines, music, water and countless interviews for the various radio shows I've made through the years. But it was in 2015 that I first did a higher-quality recording when I borrowed an old mixer, recorder, and microphones in a blimp. I'd borrow the gear from a good friend, a professional sound recordist, in order for me to record sounds for a small documentary project I was making on Icelandic glaciers. I decided to use it for fireworks as well, though I never had a direct purpose for these recordings. Perhaps until now. Insert sound. At the time of writing this script I'm reading, I do not even know which microphones were inside the blimp. I'm ashamed. I'm literally ashamed this was not scripted. I'm ashamed On. onwards with the script an oblivion that now to an aspiring sound recordist feels ignorant at best so I texted my friend but he couldn't be sure perhaps a Sennheiser mk thirty and mk forty microphones but the poly file included three files with one file having very low levels which I ended up not using the more I think about it The more it bugs me, my lack of interest in the microphone types, or even the mic configuration, whether I find the answer of what I recorded with on New Year's Eve 2015, I will simply say that whatever microphones rested inside that blimp, they, along with the recorder and its preamps, did a beautiful job, in my humble opinion. The difference between my recordings on that New Year's Eve in 2015, five years before COVID, is, I think, most of all the different approach. So in 2015, I was happy just to record the sounds outside my parents' suburb house and at a small open field of grass 100 meters away. There was no concept behind the recordings. Another major difference is that the recordings include people all around me cheering talking calling I was just one of them amongst them even though I was a bit of an anomaly with that gray furry missile looking blimp pointed to the sky among those people are members of my own family which I can clearly hear on a recording done just outside the house making it a kind of family snapshot in sound insert sound Fast forward to New Year's Eve 2020, a year or so into my personal development as a sound recordist, partly through this podcast, Insert Sound, a freshman at my own DIY University of Sound. Well, the motto is, try, fail, think, learn, written in Latin, of course, but it ro- in rotating order on a neon sign with a constant electrical hiss, something like that. I had gone and bought ingredients for a simple dinner, for one, of salmon, sparkling water, and popcorn, and licorice for dessert. But my focus was mostly on how and where to record after I left the apartment. The balcony is a good place for recording, and that's where I started. So before having dinner, I set the recorder, uh, the microphones out on the balcony, set the mix-pre-6 up on my living room table and sat by the window monitoring with my headphones and just basically recording, riding the gain up and down. But at 9pm, when most people are starting to watch the yearly TV shows, including the domestic and international news overview, which I sadly missed, I pack up my gear, load the car, and drive off. Destination unknown. I drove to a hill, close by my house between a few 12-story apartment buildings and a street known for large expensive houses you know the types you see a Range Rover or Tesla charging it's one of the highest points of the city with a large space of rocks or boulders and birch bushes just before arriving a large firework had been shot up from the hill exploding in a large brilliant burst in front of me but now I could only hear the voices of kids playing with non-explosive fireworks it was like I was on a stakeout waiting for fireworks to go off thereby revealing the uh, offenders this could be the case in a few years when fireworks have been made illegal here like in so many other countries but not for now nor am I a snitch I set the microphones outside the car and wait but quickly get impatient realizing that I might get one explosion and then nothing for a long time, while explosions were happening all over the city at any given time. So I therefore decided on a completely different approach, aware of the shortfalls, but curious of the results. I'd go fully mobile. I set the mic tripods on the floor in the back of the car behind a wooden crate jammed tight between front and back seat and opened the side sliding door. The mics were in line with the body of the car, which I hoped would give them close to a natural pickup of the sound from the explosions. And with that setup, I drove off. It was still calm with only a handful of explosions in a 500 meter radius. I slowly drove small streets around Westerbrunn and Österbrunn and mine was the only car moving. I felt like that character in the movie Nightcrawler there was something so unusual about not being part of the festive mood not with family or friends or other loved ones. And I sensed it, not just from within, but on the looks I got as I drove past small groups of people on the streets. Now the haunt of grown-ups and children, with the sole purpose, to set off bombs. The adults could think I'm a burglar, scouting for empty houses, which seems like a rational thing to do on this night if you're a burglar. The sound of a broken window would go unnoticed, and a lot of people are away for at least for five hours but I swear I'm neither a crook nor a burglar just a sound hunter out on the prowl enough of the paranoia ideas and connections were happening as I drove around as I monitored through the headphones listening to the sound of the car engine empty streets and the occasional explosion I thought of a war zone I thought of a news car driven by a local fixer or handler on their way to a certain neighborhood or hospital or fortified location of a rebel commander willing to grant a rare interview about the broken ceasefire, while explosions happened in parallel streets, sometimes so close that the heavy feeling of fear would be felt in the car by the lack of anyone saying a word. Have no experience in such situations, though I have been in a car next to an erupting volcano where an explosion seemed destined to kill me, a photographer, a scientist, and our driver. But back to the empty streets of Reykjavik on the New Year's Eve of 2020. I felt good with my approach of recording sounds from the car, a sliding door open and a stereo mic and shotgun mic pointed out. I drove into a big open space surrounded by four-story apartment buildings close to where I live and jumped out to record outside the car. It was a good spot. Very few people around, so I was hopefully getting clean recordings of explosions only. And the L shaped building to my right created a dramatic, dramatic, dramatic echo effect. Next, I drove towards downtown, side door still open. I drove into car parks and lots, checking the acoustics, but found something special on a small street called Brüterhost. There was hardly anyone around as I passed the corner building, with a big sign saying Uprising, then passed a gritty building housing a tattoo parlor and Iglesia de Dios, Church of God, and finally, parking in front of the school of hypnotism further down the street I sat up outside the car and started recording There was something haunting in the soundscape. Not just the explosions, but how the sound carried through the narrow street. It made it feel sound beautiful. From there, I drove downtown, where only a handful of people were out, and a girl screamed to me that my door was open. The explosions became fewer and further between, until I realized, like a dummy, while recording by the quiet main street downtown that 99.9% of the population was at that moment in some sort of group setting watching the most popular TV show of the year which is a comedy show making fun of stuff that's happened in the year passing I drove home with no plans to watch it but rather to set up the microphones on my balcony I decided to get comfortable by the living room window in front of the Mixpre 6 and monitor the recordings. The hardest thing with recording on New Year's Eve in Iceland is the amount of fireworks being shot up all around you it means that it's hard to set the gain so that you're getting each one at optimum level. If you set it for the fireworks being shot up in your yard 10 meters away, then the ones that are 500 meters away will not be recorded fully, you know, they're not going to be fully yeah, anyway I don't think there is any place within the city where you wouldn't have this situation I do like the idea of a documentation by sound where you set the gain so that nothing clips and distorts your recording and just record it straight through it is something that I'm very interested in and it entails a conceptual discipline not flinching no distraction but I knew I wanted to approach midnight more like a Foley recording like a kid in a candy store trying to get as many explosions whether single or multiple bursts with good gain settings so I sat down watched the sky and the countless rockets rushing through the air rode the gain up and down lost many good explosions by mistake but in the end I managed to record a fair share of this mad tradition. I will end this episode with a few explosions recorded December 31st, 2020, into January 1st, 2021, wishing you all a happy new year.